When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everyone, welcome to the Wrestling Game Podcast. I'm Raj Geary. Joining me as always, Matt Morgan. Glenn uh, had to uh, cancel for tonight. He had something come up and couldn't watch Raw, so it's just me and Matt. Matt, how are you doing? Hanging in there. How are you? Doing good. A little, a little beat. I just flew <laughs> back from LA. I went to the New Japan uh, show last night, which was oh, nice. which was awesome. And uh, came was- back, came back to this. Um, what, what were your overall thoughts on Raw? Way too much mix max mix match challenge news and business that I don't care about. Yeah, the cutesy promos and everything uh, don't do much for me. I, I, until that last segment, this show just felt like <sighs> yeah, just every week just nothing. So I was watching a little kid show a lot tonight. My wife hasn't watched in a while, and we'll get into it. But like the like Lashler's manager. Um, like, like little things like that. She's like, these are all little kids now. What happened to like the men? Yeah, you see a stark difference in that last segment compared to everyone else on the show. But yes, um, I think a lot of that is just how they're booked. But um, that being said, uh, let's get into it. So the show tonight opened up with Dean Ambrose making his way out to Huge Pop. Um, they tease more and more of uh, you know Ambrose and Breaking the Shield up. splitting up. It seems kind of early. They just got back together. I mean, why would he get back together if they're going to break up this quick? Um, they're not. So Charlie Caruso's interviewing him. Uh, basically says that, you know, Rollins and Roman Reigns are both champions. He's not. Ambrose said there's some truth to that. You know, they're both champions. Rollins replaced him quickly with Jason Jordan. Uh, Caruso asked him if he's thinking about leaving the Shield. He didn't really say much. Um, so clearly teasing that and then baron corbin came out tonight said that he had to choose he could either face reigns for the universal title uh rollins for the intercontinental title or uh braun Strowman, and it and ambrose chose uh corbin he said hey i I want an option for uh let's you and i go at it corbin said no you're facing braun and that led us to our first match uh your thoughts on this opening segment uh, before we begin, I just want to let everybody know I've got a show in less than two weeks for bodybuilding. So if you see me eating, because I have to eat every hour. Can you believe that? I'm not exaggerating. Jesus. I know. It's possible to do anything. <laughs> Anyways, um, you know what? I was going to say, I don't know if you, you, you weren't on with us last week, right? Yeah. No, I was at Raw in Denver. Right. Right. Um, I was saying on that show, Corbin is making me a fan. I can't believe I'm saying those words. <laughs> He's getting good. He's getting comfortable. He's figuring things out. Um, I, I'm digging him. I hate the outfit, but I'm digging him. Uh, I thought this was a cool set. I thought this was a cool opening segment. I like Dean coming out, starting off the show. I like the reaction he got. You know, he looks good too. By the way, I like his new look. Yeah, he and he looks motivated. Like he, he looks uh, like uh, he's back into it for the fir- you know for the first time in, in years. It feels like yes. 100% right, but, but but good segment, good opening segment to kick off the show, I thought. You know, talk about the hottest angle they've really got, right? Yeah. That we're supposed to believe that he might quit. He might, he might you know, dump them. He might not. Yeah, do you remember? Uh, so in the original Shield breakup, they teased for months that Dean was going to turn on the Shield, and then it ended right. up being Seth. So yep. we'll see where this goes. Yeah, he, he ain't breaking up with him. Yeah, you know, the plan last year at WrestleMania, it, it's in the WrestleMania book. It was supposed to be Rollins against Ambrose. The original plan was for Ambrose to turn heel and face Rollins. It, and by the way, that made more sense back then. If you remember, he was the one that was more, in my opinion, game ready all around the whole picture, promo-wise especially as a heel. Remember, we had to grow into Seth as a heel. He was annoying at first, not in a good way either. <laughs> right. Yeah, no, absolutely. But yeah, then Ambrose got injured, then they went with Jason Jordan, and then all that got messed up. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so we went to the first match of the night, Dean Ambrose versus Braun Strowman. Uh, God, this match went on forever. Um, <laughs> and honestly, I thought this match sucked. I don't know what you thought, but it, uh, it was a, 
It's tough because Dean's not – when you wrestle a big guy, you've heard Nash say this a million times, and you, you, you want to have a smaller man that can create the movement, right, create the action, pick up the pace of the match. Dean's not that guy. Yeah. He's not a flyer. He's not some speed demon. He's he's a – I don't want to call him a thug, but he's like a bruiser, right? He's a puncher. He's a kicker. He's not very exciting, right? So when you have a bigger guy who does that, yeah, combined with that, it's boring. Yeah, and this match, this match went on way too long. There was like this chin lock uh, that was like ten <laughs> minutes. It was. Um, finally, at the end, Strowman uh, hit Ambrose with a, a power slam. Uh, picked him up again. The music hit. Reigns came out, saved him. He had a little stare down, and uh, Reigns came in, hit Strowman with the Superman punch. Uh, then went for another after the match came it was over. Uh, but, <clears throat> Strowman blocked it. Seth Rollins came down, flew off the top rope, Neil Strowman, and they cleared the ring of Strowman as uh, Ambrose looked on. This, um, seg- this segment was written to, to, to bump him or to get him out of that ring and have them standing tall. That's, that is how you do it. Yeah. So next you had uh, Ziggler. McIntyre came out to join Strowman on the ramp. Corbin came out and said, this isn't happening on his show and that Rollins will face McIntyre later tonight and Reigns will face Ziggler. Uh, and he said, there will be no world title matches, no universal title matches until the Saudi Arabia event, which is in a month on November 2nd. You believe that? Yeah. yeah. Why say that? You know, that automatically tells you that, you know, there's not going to be anything that important coming up for the next month. I don't know if that's a good idea. Yeah. And honestly, with the Shield reunion and, and doing this like six man feud, even though. They got Reigns and Strowman doing one-on-ones here and there. They, they did at Hell in a Cell. It just comes across as secondary. Again, the universal title just seems uh, like just a prop, like it's not a, a major part of the show. Yeah, so let me get this straight. We've been told now for a better part more than a year to get behind this Roman Reigns experiment. He's going to get there. He's going to get there. He keeps getting his ass handed to him by Brock Lesnar. We get annoyed by him. Like, God, when's this going to happen already? This is getting annoying waiting for this to happen. Meanwhile, he'll he'll beat the AJ Styles. He'll beat the Samoa Joes that we all want to see working on top at the time at Raw. Kevin Owens, all of our guys that we see as main event, proverbial main eventers, right? Perennial. And we're, like, we're being told, don't worry, don't worry. We're going somewhere with this. We're building Roman. He's going to take the title from Brock. Finally takes the title from Brock, and now it's not worth jack squat. They don't talk about it. It's not important anymore. It's no big deal. So you know what? If Brock having the title and not being on Raw really wasn't that bad because I don't see the difference. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, it's almost like they need uh, to go back to the open challenge, but for this title, just to get it some steam back. Seriously, how I mean, how are we not still talking? We should be talking about this. This should have been a monumental achievement. Yeah, yeah, it's just a prop right now. So into Reigns versus Ziggler, I was uh, really disappointed in this because Reigns and Ziggler both are are great. You know, they both can go. This yeah. match I thought was just there. It was a C plus B minus match, and what on paper you're like, oh my god, this is nothing less than an A plus in their worst match possible. You know, but you're right. It was, eh, it was a good match. It wasn't great. Yeah, it almost seemed like they had just come back from Australia because it seemed like they were a lot of rest holds. Like they weren't, uh, they weren't going full force. When you see that, there is usually some sort of sentiment that was relayed to those guys in the TV meeting early in the day. Mm-hmm. There's always some stupid little thing that Vince or Hunter or someone will bring up that he wants to see everybody starting to do. I guarantee you it was that. Yeah. Because there's too many people doing it tonight for it not to be. Yeah. It wasn't just them. There was like almost every match. Go back and watch. There was these really annoyingly long rest hold. Bobby and KO too. Yeah. Big yeah, ass yeah. jacked up Bobby Lashley sitting there selling his shoulder. You know? <laughs> Are you kidding me? A top wrist lock for, God, like five minutes. <laughs> it felt like it. If you, if you cut out the rest holds from tonight's show, it would be like a two-hour show. Yeah, for real. <laughs> so the ending saw uh, Reigns hit a Ziggler with a spear, got a two count. Ziggler counted and rolled Reigns up for another two count. Reigns came back, hit the spear for the win. Uh, so Roman Reigns with the win. Uh, you know, the crowd, I feel like they have turned the crowd a little bit on Reigns. They don't, uh, 
they don't hate him as much as they used to. He he got a decent pop when he won. No, it's working. Yeah, it's not like a he's not becoming Steve Austin or anything like that. No, but no. they're it's not the vociferous you know insane booze that he was getting. And they uh, need to be careful because I think that's not a good thing. To have him slightly cheered is not going to put asses in seats. I'd rather them go back to booing him like they did in Philadelphia because people are going to come out to hopefully see him get beat. It, it sounds more interesting when they're loud either way as opposed yes. to politely cheering. You don't want that. Yeah. Uh, so next we went to – we saw the Bella Tip Twins with Natalia and Ronda Rousey. I hate how they just throw these women together for no rhyme or reason. Best like, friends. They're yeah, best friends forever. They're, they're best friends with Bella's. Alicia Fox's best friends with Mickey James and you know Alexa Bliss out of nowhere. But anyway. Ronda um, Rousey would never hang out with the Bellas in any context. Yeah. Like she hates those types. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. No, for sure. So we went to Ronda Rousey versus Ruby Riot. Um and so the Riot Squad, they were with uh Ruby Riot. Uh yeah, Liv Morgan was there, right? Even though she had suffered the concussion, but she was out there. Mm-hmm. And yeah, uh, Rousey made Riot tap out with the armbar. Um, Rousey mm-hmm. looks like she grabbed her gear at like you know the local Kmart before the show. Like her gear, <laughs> I don't know, man. It's. Did you think this went too long? I did. Me too. So I, I think. think I mean, I I see like. I can see wanting Rousey to have more time in the ring to get more experience and work longer matches, but also not on TV. Yeah. And I think she's, you know, she's something special. She shouldn't be just being competitive with everyone in my opinion, especially when they call her the baddest woman on the planet and the baddest woman on the planet is having a hard time with, you know, Ruby, right. Ruby, right. But, um, but anyway, uh, other than that, you know, I think Rousey, uh, her, I don't know, her because her gear, she was changing it up a little bit. Now, this is kind of like back to what she originally had. But uh, she got the win. So there's that. She'll be teaming with the Bellas this this weekend against the Riot Squad. They, they barely mentioned that match, I felt like. They did. Anyway. The, yeah, this, the, this Australia show, a lot of it just seems like a house show. Not really pushing a lot of the matches, but they're pushing the hell out of the big one. Right. Right. So let's see, what do we have next? Oh my God. So Bobby Roode versus Connor. Um, they do that cheesy inset where, you know, yep. Bobby Roode, where Chad Gable does the glorious ask Bobby how he did. They're just smiling like, uh, you know, six year old, you know, sixth grade students. And then Connor beats Bobby Roode. Again, I believe this has happened already. Uh, Connor beat Chad Gable last week. Oh, okay. And now he beats Bobby Roode. So we've got four or five weeks now of some variation of the Ascension versus Chad Gable, Bobby Roode. Uh, they're doing their 50-50 booking. Now they've both won twice. No one cares about this feud. Bobby Roode's been – is just being wasted. So is Chad Gable. Um, they, they need to do that turn quick if that's where it's going. Otherwise, this thing is dying a slow death. I don't. He needs to like, go away for a minute and come back as a heel, Bobby. I yeah. don't think I don't think he can turn and it mean as much as it should, and him be this really top heel that he easily could be. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, sometimes time away is a, a good thing, and I think right now if he turned, he would just be under you know, under mid card. He'd be in the same level, just as a bad guy. Yeah. And that doesn't work because he's anything but that. Yeah. So the Ascension with the win. Uh, Connor. So last week on Raw when he beat Chad Gable, I think that was his first singles win on Raw ever. So now he, sure. he, he got his that. second. <laughs> I believe that. Yeah. So we went to Alexa Bliss with a moment of bliss. Uh, she talked about heroes and she met Trish Stratus. <laughs> and when she would talk to Trish, Trish burped and asked for 50 bucks for the autograph. <laughs> It was entertaining. Yeah, but it was good. Bliss finished it by saying, when it comes to your heroes, stratisfaction is not guaranteed. I thought it was good. Yeah, I did too. Yeah. And I like that they're not pushing too many of the matches at Evolution yet because they're still promoting two other events right now. So, uh, you know, wait till next week. Yeah. 
And I think they have that luxury. I think they could still move these things forward without having to scream and yell about it and put signs up everywhere all over the screen about mm-hmm. that because we we know that's what's happening. We know that that's where that's going because they're the women on the show. There's only one women's pay-per-view that's coming up, right? Right. So it's kind of like we know that's where they're going with everything. And it's cool because they're not overdoing it Yeah. with the adverting of that, right? Right. And uh, so Alexa Bliss is still injured. But, uh, you know, it doesn't seem like it's too serious. So hopefully she'll be back soon. What, what, what's her injury again? Uh, something with her arm. Um, you think it's real? Is it real or are you working it? It's real. Okay. The, the working was that it was in the match with Ronda Rousey at Hell in a Cell. I guess she had it before. Uh-huh. And so she's just, uh, I think she's just rehabbing it. Uh, Sasha Banks also out. She that sucks. Yeah, but hers is not. I guess it's not an injury, according to the observer. They're keeping it quiet, but they're saying it's like a medical issue. So whatever that, or health related issue, rather. So it was not like hep, you know what I mean, or something that she can't do anything about. Yeah, yeah. So she's one of my favorite ones. Yeah. So yeah, we'll see. Ah, uh, geez, this this is why this show to me here. So we had Connor beating Bobby Roode, then we had the B team versus the Revival. Oh God, yeah. And this, you know, no disrespect to the Revival, I, I'm big fans, but yeah, I don't know. <laughs> you know, it's the B team versus the Revival. What else could you say? I just, I was listening to a radio show the other day. They were talking about, you know, young, like, you know, a young a rumor again. Maybe young bucks try to come to WWE. Would they lose money? And I'm thinking to myself what we said about, um, were the two guys from NXT, the big jacked up dudes that just came up? Oh, uh, Authors of Pain. Yeah, AOP coming in. Similar thing as far as there's nobody for them to work. Yeah. There's, 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 there's oh, they always do fresh matchups. I'm like, versus nobodies. Right. Like, it doesn't matter if they're fresh matchups. They're nobodies because the WWE's made all these tag teams that way. Yeah. Yeah. AOP versus the Ascension's a fresh fresh match, but no one wants to see that. <laughs> yes. Oh. Yes. Yes. So, anyway, uh, the B team got the win here. Bo Dallas countered a pin attempt and turned it into a pin. Um, and then they're acting like it's a big upset, even though these guys were tag team champs just like a month ago. and. If they change their name, let me ask you something. If they change their name and don't go ballistic when they win a match, could you buy into them? Or is it too uh, late? The B team? Yeah. Um, I think it I think it's too late. Yeah, it's just like they're pegged, you know, as comedy guys. I don't know. I think once you're there's one thing to use comedy, like The Rock or Steve Austin or those guys did Edge Christian, and there's another one to be a comedy figure, and the comedy figure is hard to come back from that. And those guys all got themselves over way before they started doing that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they weren't uh, they weren't funny guys when they got over. Right, they were able to add that layer. Mm -hmm. You know. So after the match, uh, Axel and Dallas are celebrating. AOP come from behind. The best thing about this, Drake Maverick. Wearing regular clothes, he was not dressed up like the uh, AOP this week. So. I hope that's normal going yeah. forward. Yeah, big difference. Big difference when they're standing tall above their opponents. Now you're not looking at the eyesore being spud wearing the same outfit anymore. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It it, it was just hard to take him <laughs> seriously wearing that. It uh, it was too distracting. <laughs> and he's so damn t- like it, it wrote itself. Like this was a genius move putting him with them. I thought. Yeah, they kept finding a way for it not to be. You know, I was like, God dang, they really go the opposite way on purpose. I feel sometimes. And it's just so weird that they have him as a he, as a babyface GM the next night. You know, it's like he's a babyface GM. I didn't know that. I don't yeah, watch the show. Yeah, he's a babyface GM on Two Hundred Five Live, like super babyface. Oh, oh my god, I thought he was maybe a heel. Okay, oh my god. And I say Leo Rush is you know a heel on Two Hundred Five Live. Is he really? Yeah, so it's like they, they, they're not staying consistent ah, within their own programming. Dude, it's much worse than that. They're telling the viewers of Monday Night Raw, their flagship show, none of you watched the 205 Live. Yeah. Well, so you saw how we read it tonight. <laughs> dude, he was entertaining for a minute tonight on the outside. I think he's really entertaining. Ah, I think they, they treated him like a mosquito at the oh, end. Oh, bro, huge pop out of my mouth when that happened, though. <laughs> huge pop. I couldn't yeah. stop laughing. 
No, I'm I'm a fan of that pairing. I just think uh, I think Leo is just such a natural heel. He should be, he should be a heel. But he's got talent. Yeah, he's he's entertaining as hell. So we went backstage. We had Dean Ambrose uh, backstage. Roman Reigns came up, said, you know, they were having fun with it last week, but now it's sounding like Ambrose is serious. Uh, and then Ambrose said, if he wasn't such a nice guy, he might be Universal Champion by now, and walked off. So. More dissension with the shield. What do you say if he wasn't such a nice guy? Uh, he might be WWE Universal oh, Champion yeah. right now. Then later, <sighs> he came back from break. Baron Corbin's backstage giving props to the AOP and Drake Maverick and just tells them he likes what they're doing. I'm feeling his character, and they obviously are too. They're giving him a lot of room. Who would have thought a year ago that Corbin nah, would be giving him the most mic time on the show? Never me. I hated him. Not me. Yeah, I know uh, he's gotten he's gotten a lot better. Uh, they did a Susan G. Komen segment. They just did a charity segment last week too. I like them sitting there watching it with my wife, you know. And uh, it, it's one of those things where if you're watching with an outsider, you're kind of proud to be a fan. Yeah, yeah, it it makes the company look good. What I don't like is when they have Triple H and Stephanie oh, being, God. you know, like these. Within your own show, they're baby faces in these, like the biggest baby face, and then the next, they're total pricks well, and heels. Well, what is what is he though right now? I'm taking him as a baby face going against Undertaker. You're not? Yeah, I don't I, know. I mean, he's been a heel. He never really turned. Um, yeah, and yeah, I would think that uh, Taker's always the baby face. Always, right? but I thought they both were maybe. Yeah. yeah, I mean they they haven't established like a. A right side and a wrong side in this, but but yeah, I just I just assume well Stephanie's definitely Stephanie, yeah, I was gonna say Steph, yeah. But when they do these charity segments, it it would just be like if you're watching Friends and then (laughs) (laughs) not even Friends. uh, No, use that analogy. (laughs) Like Game of Thrones, where you have the you know the 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 little asshole uh, little king in the first season. And then they break away, and then the king is doing this, you know, little charity bit. And you know, it's just within your show, keep it consistent. You can do a video package, a commercial, but I don't know. I feel like it's hard to take wrestling seriously a lot when you're not staying consistent with your own storylines within your show. Definitely. You would never see Vince back in the Attitude Era. Oh my God! Could you imagine? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, hottest angle of wrestling history versus Stone Cold Steve Austin, and he's cutting babyface promos for toys for tots during Christmas time or something. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, no way. Uh, they had him, you know, going at it one segment, then a segment later, they're on st- the stage smiling and you know, he's dressed standing up as, next to each other. He's dressed up as Santa Claus, giving out presents. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> no way. Yeah, no, that would that would suck, but they didn't do that. So. We go backstage. Braun is backstage with Dolphin Drew. Um, Strowman said he'd like, you know, that Ambrose would be a good fit with them. Uh, <laughs> and then he said McIntyre's got to go out and win and insinuate that Ziggler was the weak link. <laughs> <laughs> Which everyone assumes that anyway. But It's just so funny seeing the big guy be the leader of a group. It, it, like, right. you really don't see that, especially someone in Braun's, you know, less verbal, you know, usually type of monster role. Right. They're usually like the enforcer right? to like build them up eventually to break out of the group and be a big single star. It's kind of like Batista, yes. like what they did with him. Like Sluger, me, yeah. Right, yeah. yeah. Uh, so next we had Seth Rollins versus Drew McIntyre. Um, I feel like they've wrestled each other probably like 50 times this, you know, since Drew's come back. These I've- matches are always good. This was my favorite one. This was my favorite match, actually. The only problem is Drew wins every time, and he should. Fine by the me. They're, they're pushing him. But you, you kind of figured that was going to happen, and it did. See, I didn't. I thought I thought tonight something would have been screwy. There would be no finish. Yeah, they could have done that, too. They're not having Rollins beat Drew. No, but I know They've still not been beaten. They better not make him be, get beaten, either. Yeah, they're really protecting him. I mean, Lashley now is you know a couple losses, but Drew yeah. still, un, you know, no one's no one's pinned him. Drew's bigger money. Who would I would I would never have thought that two years ago. Is he bigger is, money than Bobby Lashley if they both went back to WWE? Hell no, I would say. Yeah, 
especially when they were in TNA together and Lashley yes. came across as the bigger star. Always. But yeah, Drew, he's there and he's young. It's you crazy. Know, Lashley's like 42, 43. So, yeah. Anyway, so um, the finish saw Rollins was going for the curb stomp. Dolph Ziggler's music hits. Mm-hmm. Uh, he came out, rushed the ring. Rollins missed, but he ne- Ziggler never touched Rollins. And uh, Drew hit the Claymore kick for the pin and got the victory. So another win for Drew. Then afterwards, they started double teaming Rollins. Roman Reigns came down, and then Braun Strowman came. I feel like they keep doing the same the same brawl over and over. Then Ambrose's music hits, and he comes out with the wooden axe handle, which I guess is because <laughs> <laughs> uh, he unloads. Strowman floors him at the out outside okay. of the ring. Could, could we talk more importantly though to cut you off here because this is that important? Um, <laughs> w- w- okay, where do you get an axe handle from? Like, do you take? Do these people take the axe actually off the handle? Go. I guess that's how you get it, right? Down. It is, which is weird. So there's somewhere there's just a bunch of axe axe heads. tops. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's the weirdest thing. Yeah, it's like it seems like more trouble to do that than just. <laughs> yes, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's 100. Yeah. It's... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, this uh, ended up with Reigns getting power slam from Strowman, and the the heels stood tall over the shield. Oh man, this next segment. Um, Elias is out with Kevin Owens doing this concert. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. First, they were backstage. Elias has mint spinach and, <laughs> and cashews, and he wanted almonds, got mad at the staffer. That was that. It's It sounds like nothing, but these guys make it work. Yes, they do. <laughs> um, and so the next segment, they had JoJo introduce Elias and Kevin Owens. Uh Elias plays for a little bit, starts ripping on the crowd, and he makes it takes a shot at the the Supersonics. It's the Supersonics, right? That played in Seattle, yes. Yeah, uh, and that was they left like ten years ago, right? I want to say yes, seven, eight, nine years ago. Yeah, yeah. Close. So he made a, a crack about them not having a basketball team, or basketball teams not wanting to be there, and the crowd went nuts. I mean, they were hot for like. The next 10 minutes. I mean, Elias, they couldn't they were do pissed. the rest of it. They just draft Kevin Durant, and they lost their whole team, plus this next, quote-unquote, Michael Jordan they thought he was going to make. Wait, who did? Uh, Seattle. I, I didn't think Seattle had a team. No, they don't. That's what they were so – Okay, yeah, okay, gotcha. But he, they haven't had a team in, like, eight years, right? Right, since they drafted Durant. They had one season. He played Seattle Supersonics, and then, boom, they got moved to Oklahoma City. They I didn't became. realize Durant was back way back then. Yeah. Okay. That's who he was drafted by. Seattle Sonics. And then they moved, became Oklahoma City Thunder. Okay. <laughs> so, like, you imagine getting, like, LeBron James, and then, boom, they leave your city <laughs> with that guy? Ooh, that's heat. Yeah. All right. So, Jerry Lee's in the chat saying it happened in 2008. Oh, geez. So, that's it's been a Good while. Good call. So, 10 years. Good yeah, call. So, they booed for, like, okay, so it was, like, at least five minutes straight. Yes. It was just crazy heat. You could see Elias was like having a hard time not laughing. He did his research because here's the thing. They keep teasing them that they're going to be the, one of the next cities to get an NBA city again. They're like one of the top five. Yeah. And they never get it. <laughs> yeah. It's good, it's good heat. People bring it. Yeah. I don't, I don't follow basketball as you can probably tell. I'm a, I am a huge NBA loser. I love NBA. <laughs> Oh, cool. So, yeah, finally, uh, they had to, like, yell the rest of their promos. They t- and they took some, like, <laughs> generic shots at Seattle, like the old heel stuff. And they were still going nuts. I mean, this thing had the most heat. He's good. <laughs> the most good. cheap heat I've ever seen. But I want to say you got to give the kid credit because, you know, it, it's him doing it. I don't I, – I seriously, as good of a heat line that is, I still don't think it gets that kind of heat if it's not him delivering it. Yeah. You know what I, I mean? Know. Yeah, yeah. He did. He did a great job with it. So this was entertaining, but it, t- it took a while. And then yeah, finally, Leo Rush came out, and then he was having a hard time too. You could tell, like he seemed uh, a little, a little flustered. I think with just how how crazy the crowd was going. 
it's tough because you think you need to you do as a wrestler and you're in the ring or you're in the, you're up on the thing the, the, the gimmickron yeah. and you're talking you think you need to yell over it because you don't think people can hear you because you can't hear the speakers you can't hear the tv you have no idea yeah yeah and so yeah so they were building to john cena and bobby lashley versus elias and kevin owens mm-hmm. um leo rush it was kind of awkward leo rush defending cena calling cena a legend just doesn't seem like something he that character would do but you're right um but yeah that was uh that was it that led us to bobby lashley versus kevin owens where do you even begin i i thought i liked i liked it i thought bobby though as good as he got at TNA, like there's little things he was missing doing tonight. I was watching, like from a wrestler's perspective, just simply selling the shoulder. Like he started to look like he was going to start a comeback, and you saw like that messed up spot there for like half a second when Bobby mm-hmm. hit the ropes and like punched him behind his back, and then yeah. kept hitting the ropes and then clotheslined him, did him inside out, bump KO did. But watch right before that, he was coming up, fighting up out of the hold. His shoulder had been beaten up pretty bad. He doesn't even grab it. Like, he's not even, like, he's not punching and, like, oh, and grabbing. It. Just basic one-on-one baby face stuff. And I'm, I, I don't, it reminded me of Bobby from OVW, I'll be very honest. And he's gotten so good. I hate saying that. Mm-hmm. I don't huh. take anything away how good he's, how much he's improved. But his selling tonight was horrible for Bobby. Yeah. I don't know what happened. I didn't even notice that. And one yeah, other thing, let me ask you this question. Did you notice when he had him in the top wrist lock? Uh, he had in, in, that hold, in that hold, and he had Bobby fight up, and then he tripped Bobby back down and held him back in it again. KO mm-hmm. did. He held him in this. Okay. Do you think Brock Lesnar would ever let anybody do that to him? No. Hell no. So, Bobby, why are you? <laughs> Another thing was I was surprised. Again, I'm a KO fan, so I didn't mind it. But yeah, same, here, same thing with the win, too, by the way. Same thing with the win. Same here. I know yeah. what you mean. Yeah, so Owens took a lot of the match. So I just assumed that Lashley was winning uh, because of how much Owens did KO take. Took. Yeah. yeah. But I then, love uh, KO winning. I love him winning. Don't get me wrong. And everything I said I liked from KO's perspective because we're, we're, I'm a huge KO mark, you know. That, but yeah. Bobby is a big guy I'm watching. And it's, I just want to point that out to the fans that yeah, I'm telling you right now, you don't see there, there's guys that it's not selfish of Brock not to have bumped off that either, but it's called smart, it's intelligent. Uh, uh, promoting it yourself and making yourself special, Bobby. You do not go down the KO tripping you while he has you in, a, in a, that, that 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 hold. Hell no. <laughs> uh, makes sense. Uh, the end of this match, uh, Leo Rush kind of interfere. Elias grabbed him, just ragdolled him. Oh, oh, come on! You better do this better justice. <laughs> right. Uh, so what exactly he got him in, in he basically got him in a full nelson but before that okay little what was leo rush was going like ducking one ducking two yeah going to the apron coming back he's 100 miles an hour he is fast yeah and it was a kind of cartoony my wife was even laughing yeah. it was pretty funny and then like bobby goes back in the ring um they get on him for a second and then uh leo rush gets to climbs to the top turnbuckle is gonna hit uh what's his name with the crossbody what's his name the guitar player come on yeah uh, nice Elias. And Elias does a double act handle <laughs> right Swatted in him like a fly. <laughs> so funny. I jumped out of my bed dying laughing. I don't think I've ever seen that before. He really he swatted him. <laughs> because it's so dangerous. Oh my god, I'm so dangerous. It's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> it, it just seemed a little too soon for me for them to get their hands on Leo because that's kind of been the buildup right like the part of the charm has been Leo getting away from him it's only been a couple weeks yeah it just seemed like I know they're trying to build this match on Saturday so they felt like you know heat on the heels yeah Yeah. dude he literally squashed him like a bug (laughs) against your dashboard it was so (laughs) funny you fans didn't watch it please rewind it and watch this it's it's worth it it's worth that one part yeah, so a lot, with all this, Lashley gets distracted, and Owens rolled him up for the win. Sorry, yeah. Yeah, and then after the match, they double-teamed Lashley and just kept beating the crap out of him. Yep. Uh, so that's when he, he swatted. Uh, Leo Rush came to try to make the save. Elias swatted him like a fly. And wow. they sent Rush retreating. Owens hit the pop-up powerbomb on Lashley. And that was it. The heel standing tall. They get the win, and they stand tall after the beatdown at the end. I had no problem with that. Yeah, uh, and clearly this is designed for Cena and Lashley to get the win this Saturday. 
Up next, we had Bailey versus Alicia Fox. Mix match is kind of the same thing they did last week with Jinder and Finn. Yeah. Yep. Uh, it's just promote mixed match challenge. Promos they were tried. brutal. The promos were brutal. I don't want to see her say too sweet ever. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to see him hugging. Uh, him being Finn. I don't want to see Finn coming in, in the ring and going like that to the crowd. What are you doing, dude? Tell yeah. them no. Say no, Finn. Yeah. Just don't do it. Say yeah. you will, and then get out there, and then don't do it. It, it made him look very, very mid-card doing that stuff. Yes. Yeah. yeah I'm not a, a big fan of what they've been doing with Finn. This is what my wife was talking about when she was like, who are all these, like, who are these kids? <laughs> yeah. And I guarantee you she wouldn't say that if he was dressed like the demon. I said to her, I go, do you remember the demon? She said, yeah. I go, that's him. She's like, no. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. If, man, if I was him, I don't care if it took eight hours. If it's going to help my uh, my position on the card with where I'm at right now, I'm wearing that makeup every week and going out as a demon. You're telling me this is the reason we've discovered he's not been the demon? No, no, I don't. I don't think that is. Oh, uh, okay. It, I mean, it could be. I, I know he likes to do it when it's something special, but uh, when he doesn't do it, he's treated like this. So, right, Finn. I hope you're. This is not your decision, dude. You're just making the wrong one. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, so Bailey won the match. Ba- Bailey to belly, and uh, yeah, they celebrated Mahalisha. I hate, I hate saying these names. Yeah, but Mahalisha. Uh, retreated. All right, so back from the break. This was probably the the segment that made tonight's show worth watching. Otherwise, it's completely skippable. I thought it was uh, Shawn Michaels coming out. Yeah, Shawn Michaels has shaved his head now. He's like completely bald. Uh, What'd you think? What's that? What'd you think? I, I, I got to get used to it. It looked weird to me. What did you think? Yeah, it did. I, I don't know if it looked weird because we've never seen it before or does it look weird because he's older and now he actually looks older. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Um, they, I thought it made him I thought it made him look even older. Like Even when he had the the long hair and he's 50-whatever. Um, right. I don't know. It, it didn't – it just looks like he's aged 10 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, Michaels is out. Uh, gets a huge pop as you'd expect. H- hypes the last man, uh, last man, last time ever match between the Undertaker and Triple H. Um, he he talked about how he was just going to be a fan to watch that match, but no, right. you know, we got personal. Uh, he's going to be in in you know uh, a Triple H's corner, yada yada yada. Uh, Kane's music hit, so. Michael's, you know, was looking for Kane. Kane's behind him in the ring, and uh, I'm actually kind of forgetting exactly how it played out. Did Kane chokeslam him then, right? Yeah. Okay. Da, da, da. Pyro goes off Kane, and then the bell tolls after that, and then the Undertaker <clears throat> in there. So you have Undertaker and Kane in there, beating on cool. Sean. That was cool, by the way. That was cool. Um, again, you know, we talked about how all these, the four of these men were involved with, you know, the first ever Hell in the Cell match. They all had something, you know, in there. Like Triple H helped Shawn Michaels after the match. It was Shawn Michaels versus Taker. Kane made his debut. And here we are 20 years later and <laughs> they're closing Raw. St. Valentine's Massacre. Wasn't that Kane's debut? No, St. Uh, wh- yes, it was. No, I think that was Big Show's debut with Save Valentine's Massacre and when Stone Cold and Vince McMahon in the cage. Uh, I, I, no. uh-uh. Guys in the chat, what was the, the pay per view where they had the Hell in the Cell match? AKA Kane's debut when he ripped the door off the hinges. Yeah, because it was, it was in the fall because they were building up towards WrestleMania. So, um, but I think it was one of those like bad blood. I think it was bad blood. Oh, I think you may be right. In your house, but I think it was called in your house bad blood. Anyway, right? I think you're right. Go ahead. Right. Uh, anyway, so uh, so yeah, they got Sean down. Triple H came down. Uh, you know, came dressed in a suit. He's unbuttoning his shirt. Uh, he rocks Kane, and then 
Kane grabbed Triple H for a choke slam, but Sean made the save. Taker grabbed Triple H by the throat while Kane grabbed Michaels. They delivered a double choke slam. And then uh, it ended with Undertaker delivering a tombstone to Triple H and Taker and Kane leaving the ring together. Cool moment. Them leaving the ring together, them uh, the 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 the, the um, bell tolling and Taker appearing in the ring. I thought all that was cool. Yeah. So it was bad blood. Thanks, guys. Um, yeah, it was cool. Um, I, who, who do you think wins this match between Triple H and Undertaker? Undertaker. I think it's Triple H. No, no, no. no I think so. That builds that builds to the the Saudi Arabia match. No. He's not going to lose another match, ever. All right. Unless it's, uh, unless it's to somebody he's on a long-term storyline with and it's a younger kid again, like, a, like another Roman type of situation or some shit. I can't see him ever losing, nor should he. Yeah, but this is the whole build of this. This whole match is going to lead to the tag team match with Sean and, and, and Triple okay. H against, and Undertaker and Kane. So that's you could have Undertaker get his win back there. Do you hear what you just said? Yeah. You think they're going to do a 50-50 book with The Undertaker getting his other 50% in a tag match back? I think so. And then I think it's going to lead to a singles match. Dude, you're Baker. talking to him like you're, you're, you're using the psychology that you do normally when you're talking about the B team or the Hardys or, or these other scrub tag teams. Not Undertaker. Yeah. You know what? Actually, I think you're right. Because I do think Undertaker is eventually going to lose one of these. But I don't see Sean losing his comeback match either. So I don't see Sean. Oh, losing I, I don't. Maybe. I don't see that either. Yeah. So I see Sean actually beating Taker in the tag match in Saudi Arabia. So that's that could happen. Yeah. I bet you. No, Kane's there to take the fall. Yeah, you could do it that way. Kane's there to take the pin. Cool. Which I can't believe I'm saying because there's no disrespect to Glenn. I'm just saying between the four, they're all legends, right? Right. But yeah. it's out of the four, he's the one who lose. Yeah. Well, cool. So overall, uh, what would you what would you give tonight's show? C minus. No, no, because the last segment I liked C. I think I'm going to give a C minus with that last segment because uh, so it was, was a D otherwise. No, uh, that's probably better. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So uh, other news: the Brie Bella, Daniel Bryan. Are you are you surprised at how much uh, heat Daniel uh, Brie Bella is getting for that? Because of her uh, spot that she that she messed up twice or something, she hurt Liv Morgan and then yeah, did she dive spot before that messed it up supposedly. Yeah, so she you know was doing those yes kicks. It is. It, it, it is. I, I watched that a hundred different times. Liv did put her head down. I mean, on on the first one, you know what I mean. That she, got, she slumped down. Yeah, that she got hit with. Um, you really are out here when you're selling that. You're really big and really selling it out here, yeah. especially as a female with breasts. Right, you, you can't take whole chest. You you got this much of a target to begin with as a girl, right? You have to more than it be like that. Yeah, my so, thing is that. Oh, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> so so I, these accidents happen. I think it's ring rust. Um, it's. It's not her fault. She didn't mean to do it, obviously. I don't know why she's getting heat over that for. I just think she's trying to do too much when she's been out of action for so long. Like, slow down in the ring. Look at what Nikki's doing, right? Nikki's working a way safer style. I, I respect that Brie is trying to impress, you know, try to do more in the ring and, and impress fans. But every week something's happening since she's come back, you know. What and, happened this week? Well, well, not not that she didn't wrestle this week, but every time she's wrestled, like she accidentally uh, she screwed up on a dive and she screwed up with the kicks. And and the kicks. Yeah, but that's that's all she's wrestled so far. Now the kicks, I'm gonna argue, are not necessarily her fault. Okay, Liv Morgan put her head down. Now should she have kicked her a second time? No. <laughs> yeah. Now I, I was watching it. She was looking in the corner, trash talking their opponents. That's what she lost. Focus with 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 her aim is what I think on that second kick. Yeah, I she just talking, think she was talking trash to 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 her her opponents in the corner, you know. Yeah. Um, when that second kick clocked her, but I, these are accidents, guys. Like nobody means that for this to happen. It's not worth talking. I mean, I'll be very honest. It's not worth everybody talking about it. Like, who gives a shit? It was an accident. It wasn't meant to happen. It's from ring rust. 
any one of us this happens all you know we i don't know why no one gets stuck on other people getting hurt like that and they're like oh you're saying that you're trying to do too much the yes kicks is part of our arsenal that's part of our offense that's like me taking away a headbutt because i have ring rust the dive i'll agree with you on did she did she do the yes kicks a lot before yeah remember that was uh, she's getting over it was annoying she was stealing her husband's shit <laughs> she was getting his pop and it was annoying me <laughs> i thought she was doing the yes chance but i didn't remember her doing the yes kicks i thought that's something she just started doing no no no, no. I promise you so daniel bryan issued a lengthy uh lengthy statement what? on twitter see dude they're talking about it too much he basically said she's been cyberbullied. Uh, I'll, I'll just read the whole thing real quick. He just said, I'm proud of how strong my wife is. After accidentally injuring Liv Morgan last week, the first time Breeze ever heard another performer, she's been subject to a constant barrage of social media attacks. Almost every wrestler has accidentally hurt someone, but rarely do you see this kind of hate when it happens. Yep. For example, I concussed Randy Orton in 2012 after hitting him with what was supposed to be a chair to the back. Unfortunately, part of the side hit him in the back of the head, and he was forced to miss a pay-per-view. In 2009, in our last match against each other, I concussed Nigel McGuinness after doing a dive into him in the crowd where his head hit the floor, and there are others. As for the yes kicks, two weeks ago, I accidentally kicked Andrade directly in the head due to a miscommunication on my part. I feel fortunate that he was okay because there are few feelings worse than hurting someone. Despite all of that, never did I receive the backlash Brie did this week. With all the negative things said about my wife, nobody was harder on her than she was on herself. Thank you to the many people who reached out to support her, both publicly and privately. We all wish Liv Morgan a speedy recovery. Hashtag end cyberbullying. Now, Liv Morgan did get a concussion from that. But, you know, it's clearly not that bad if she's traveling and and still. And and again, this is common. I'm being honest. This is common where these injuries happen. And the argument, the argument I've heard um, online is, oh, she should be down in FC, or not FCW, uh, you know, NXT working. Okay, yeah, but but like that's just to work ring rust off. You you the only way you get your ring rust off, guys, is not going into like some abandoned arena and, and running the ropes. That gets a little bit of it off. It's getting back into an actual TV match. You know, because nobody wants to take bumps in an empty arena. It, it, it hurts your body more. Your body's colder. There's no adrenaline running. I'm going to make excuses. I'm not a fan of hers. You guys know this. I'm just saying I don't like seeing people trash talk about something that's very common. Yeah. Very, very common. And no one knows how much she has been working out in the ring because she has been. You know, <laughs> she's been working with Daniel Bryan. Um, as far as her going into NXT, She's all. She's too big of a star for that. You know what I mean? Like, for instance, when I came back to TNA after a two-year hiatus, I went down to an independent wrestling school here, a friend of mine that runs it, and I got in the ring with a couple of his students, and we did heat drills. And I did things that I could work on to slowly but surely get my win back and get my ring rust knocked off a little bit. But it wasn't fully knocked off until I had my full match with Nick Aldis at the time. Um, in like a like a twenty minute match or fifteen minute match, on TV though, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah it's, it's probably like adrenaline and everything's different, probably. Right? Oh, like it's so day. yes, hundred percent, dude, night and day different. It is, yeah. and you get hurt. I'll be honest, coming back from an injury, and all you do is work out in a ring with nobody there watching, no arena, no fans, just you one on one with your buddy. You do drills. That's why I'd always do drills. I wouldn't do full matches. I wouldn't do bumping drills because you really don't forget how to bump. And I need the adrenaline going for me to bump properly and feel comfortable doing it versus being cold and bumping and be like, ooh, it kills your body that much worse. It just does. I don't know how to explain it because there's no adrenaline running. You know, so you don't want to waste your bump card doing that either. So so like with her, like I don't get why it's sticking. I don't I don't get why it's sticking. We need to keep t- people need to stop talking about it, maybe. I don't know. I, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, outside of that, uh, the New Japan show, ROH had a pay-per-view this past weekend. Uh, Cody Rhodes won the uh, US. Yeah, yeah, the Intercontinental Championship. Oh, one thing with you. Sorry. Was it U.S. or the Intercontinental? I'm getting these U.S. U.S. from what's his name? Um, the NXT kid. Yeah, from uh, Juice Robinson. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Really the good. U.S. title. My bad. Um, uh, Jericho is the Intercontinental type champion. Yeah, that was it was good. I actually saw, I actually saw the highlights of that. So I thought, you know, pretty this cool. A, yeah, the matches on this show, uh, the New Japan show, were great. Um, right. Yeah, they were they were pretty awesome. And, and the Young Bucks match, it was 
you know, but they was, uh, that was awesome too. The, the grills of destiny beat the young bucks for the titles. Um, they wow. yeah, it's really cool. Now, uh, the attendance was lower than the other shows that they've done there, but, um, what was it? So when the show started, it was like, I'd say it was two thirds empty. Uh, by the time uh, I'd say midway through the show, it was probably like 70% full. What it looked like. Okay. And uh, New Japan, they, they have this weird thing. Uh, you know, WWE, they put all the empty seats on the hard camp side. Whereas New Japan, they had a bunch of empty seats in the press row, the press area, which has a lot of empty area on the, you know, the camera side, this, this, the side that they shoot a lot. So that's weird. Makes, yeah, it just makes you're showing the empty seats on, on screen when you know, the other side's full. Uh, anyway. Uh, it was it was a really good show. If you haven't seen it, go out your. But yeah, you broke up for a second. Oh no, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Um, I just like I said, I saw the highlights, and it looked like a cool moment when Cody won the title. Was it cool and live? Yeah, yeah, and he cut a great promo in the press room. Um, yeah, yeah, it was good stuff. <laughs> um, well, that's about it. This Saturday Super Showdown, we are. Going to do some sort of podcast. I, I know you can't make it, Matt. But, I wish uh, I could. I want. I can't. I, want, I really want to watch the show. Yeah, but it's not going to be right after the show. I think it'll be later on in the afternoon, uh, before the UFC. The Connor Khabib fight is that night as well. Um, so yeah. check out the site. We'll have more details on that. Um, Matt, you got uh, your live stream tonight too. Yes, thank you for reminding me, buddy. Uh, you guys want to talk more about Monday Night Raw? Any other individual questions you guys want to ask me? Uh, bodybuilding, supplements, whatever have you. You can join me on an app that's for free on your phone called UpLive. Type in Matt Morgan once you download it and come right to my channel at 1230, five minutes from now. I'll be doing a two-hour special Q&A just for UpLive. Uh, or go on my Instagram account, go on my Instagram story, and there's a direct link that will take you right to me once 1230 hits. Thank you for letting me do that, Raj. Yeah, absolutely, man. And uh, as for myself, I will be back next Monday. Glenn, is uh, his Mondays are a little uh, dicey this month. He's He's got stuff going on. Uh, or actually, just next Monday, sorry. But uh, <laughs> we'll be back next week, Matt Morgan, myself, and someone else for next Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. I got the weeks confused. Two weeks from now, Glenn can't do it, but he'll be on next Monday. So we will see you then. Uh, thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Take care. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.